Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Whoa! Hey, we might be on to something there, Dave. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in Late Night. It's Dave Willimowski. How are you doing? <laughs> you made me hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that yeah. what I got to do to get some you goddamn laugh stuff. reacts around here? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, you know, just grinding, just trying to make it happen, Captain. You know, how you living? I need a drink now. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt your throat, huh? Just blew out another node. Career's over. It was right. sad as if our live audience saw any of that. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, they didn't. But I don't have to worry about my performance because Restream Bot's taking over the show. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. won. He won the contest, so he's taking over. Uh, make sure everybody. What well, boy? What an awkward time to ask everyone to support the show. Make sure to <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Uh, support us yeah. on Patreon and PayPal. The links are down there in the uh, show notes. Which I guess if you're watching the show live, there is no down there. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know how yeah. any of this works. I just kind of fly never, by it. Yeah, never really watched it live. Yeah. We're streaming at 9.02 Eastern Time right now. At, at 8.45, we were still trying to figure out the show. So Yeah, I think we got it pinned down. That's, the, that's what you're in for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, some quick programming news. Oh, my God, a week from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Sports Ball with Mike and Alan is returning what? September 1st. Oh, my God. I actually wow. love that graphic right there, by the way. I think it's, it's neat. Anyway. It's got a little smiley face in there. Yeah. Oh, Mary's here, but she's watching ads. Well, what's funny is that she's watching ads to not see our ad for sports ball. Oh. So, really, she would have seen ads no matter what she did. It's Too like shake, which. Yeah. yeah, right? Uh, boy, some big things in the news this week. Dr. Anthony Fauci has announced that he is stepping down as head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Um, do we have a picture of Anthony Fauci? Oh, yeah, let me pull that up. Yeah, there <laughs> There it is. You know it's what's wild? Picture. Yeah, you know what's wild is, so here I am Googling Nazi scientist Joseph Mengel so that I can get a picture <laughs> for this gag. And, and then as soon as I got it, I'm like, oh, my God, that's in my metadata now. Somebody's yeah. on another list. Yeah. Now when I get brought in, they're going to say, so what's this about you and Joseph Mingle? Yeah. Uh, Got to do it for the memes, though, am I right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, to celebrate Fauci's big announcement of his retirement, we decided to conduct a poll. Where should Dr. Anthony Fauci spend his retirement? The answers were A, Gitmo, or B, Gallows, as seen there. Uh, and, well, the people have spoken. Uh, spoken. The people yeah, have spoken. And here are the results right here. It turns out that Gitmo narrowly edges out Gallows. Ooh. 56% to 43%. Um, 
for what it's worth, my answer was Gallows, because I feel like it's... Because a lot of people were saying, oh, that's too quick. He should suffer. That, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so first of all, he's old anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. how long is he going to suffer? Second of all, it's not about him, you guys. It's about sending a message. And so, my, my choice was B. Yeah. But you ever seen, like, you know, like, people, I feel like people think, like, with the gallows, like, you, you know, you put the noose on, and you're standing, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's a trap door underneath you, and then they pull yeah. the thing, and then the trap door opens, and you drop, and then it snaps your neck, so you just die. You don't, yeah. you don't suffocate, you just die. Usually, yeah. But what I was thinking more of is, like, the old medieval days where they just disembowel you and then lower you off the edge of the castle, so you just dangle there for some, some time. Oh. That wasn't that's a Hannibal movie, wasn't it? I don't know. That's not so slow, is it? <laughs> I don't know. But oh, since no. he's going to Gitmo, that means he's going to be waterboarded, and he can finally find out how effective those masks are. Am I right? <laughs> it should keep the water out. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to... <laughs> All right. Um... Boy, we got some celebrity birthdays this past week as well. Uh, wishing a happy 87th birthday to our friend, Dr. Ron Paul, as well as a posthumous birthday for deceased NBA player Kobe Bryant. Uh, two very different people right there, Dr. Ron Paul yeah. and Kobe Bryant. Uh, Ron Paul, of course, everyone knows, was the anti-war hero, former congressman of Texas, and uh, woke up millions of people to the ideas of individual liberty. And uh, Kobe, whose greatest uh, achievement was proving that rape is legal in the state of Colorado. Whoa! <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he I mean he won some rings and stuff. Like he. Played. Oh, that yeah, he had a yeah, he played stuff. He played. <laughs> he had other stuff. <laughs> it's nice when people, stuff. yeah, a true Renaissance man that Kobe Bryant played a little basketball, <laughs> made a little, made some sneakers, raped some women in in hotels in Denver. <laughs> I mean, he, but he, but he did though. Rings, though. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> I never won a ring. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's a that's good for the monologue, don't you think? <laughs> I think we've done all we could do. Boy, you said it, friend. Guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away.
Uh, let me tell you about tonight's sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, Pat Crest Botanicals, which you can find at patcrestbotanicals.com for all your CBD and Delta 8 needs. They have topical creams, uh, vape mixtures, and more. Uh, promo code, it's too late. That's all one word, it's yeah. too late, to get 30% off. 30? Yeah, uh, you're having a little, <laughs> a little trouble there, Dave. It's every time. Uh, I actually have some of it right here. This is the Ascend 3000. Can we can we get a closer look? And it says on here that it's gluten-free and vegan. That's important to me. So that's patcrestbotanicals.com, promo code. <laughs> it's too late. Um, get it. I'm going to open up my fortune cookie. I saw somebody do this the other day where, like, you know how I always open these up and then there's crumbs everywhere and I get yeah. all irritable and the rest of the show is just trash. Mm -hmm. So it's over. And so what I saw somebody do is they, they left the thing closed and then they just, like, beat the shit out of it on the desk. And then the, the, the fortune comes out and then they just open the top of the bag and pull the fortune out. Oh. I feel like this is how you make it tr come true, you know? Like, there's a special, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it made me think of that meme of, like, the the possum or the raccoon sitting on the dumpster saying, this is my garbage. I don't know. <laughs> um, this isn't even fucking English. <laughs> Magic time is creole. That's not a word. Maybe they meant real, but there's a C. C-R-E-A-L. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Creole, like, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Oh, ooh, yeah. Magic time is Creole when an unconventional person comes to stay. God, I hope it's not Kobe Bryant. I'm going to have to ponder that for a minute. Yeah, let's, let's think on that. When an unconventional person comes to stay. That's magic time. Yeah, magic time. <laughs> is that, like, the Trump presidency, or...? Well, magic time, magic time would be Magic Johnson. That's how you get AIDS. You don't want that. Oh. Yeah. No, it's fine. No. They, they got that all sorted out. <laughs> did, did they? <laughs> did I? I'm pretty sure. Wow. God, we truly are living in a magical time. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. That's right there in the book. The book. Want free college? Earn it. Dear God, stop. I'm just a farmer. Sorry, need free college. Hey, that's, that's topical. You don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, but we do have a bonus so meme. Check out the bonus fantastic. meme. Fantastic. When the socialism finally starts to kick in, I feel it in my stomach. Well, yeah. I don't know Wait if that's how... Did she mean that, like, food? Uh, let's go ahead. Yeah, let's, let's just move. Let's just move on to the viewer mail, man. There's no saving this. So. Oh. Oh, we have to get... Oh, we got it all serious. Yeah, have a drink, Dave. All right. That's just some water. Uh, Keith McQuarrie writes, Dear Alan and Dave, 
outside of politics, what is the craziest thing you've ever witnessed? Witnessed? Dave, what's the craziest thing you've ever witnessed? Shoot. Uh, saw a guy die. <laughs> I guess wow. that's it. Yeah. Uh, he was inside of a machine, so I really couldn't see him, but that was crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh. If I had known that's where this was going to go, I'd have saved that for last, not first. Okay. Like, where do, where do we go from here, you know? I'm sure like, we can lighten it up. What, what, what's the craziest thing you saw? I was thinking about that. What's the craziest thing I've ever witnessed? Um, I saw a really bad car accident, like, really up close. Like, I mean, it was really, really close to me. And then, oh. uh, you know what? We've got time tonight. I'll just, and we'll just have story time with Uncle Alan. Yeah. So, when I, uh, right at the end of high school... I was with one of my old girlfriends, and we were driving down the left lane of, like, a two-lane little thoroughfare in Columbia, Tennessee. And it's right in front of where the mall is, and we're going downhill. And there's, like, multiple red lights downhill. It's one of those things where, like, you can't be going 100 miles an yeah. hour down this hill. Because, A, you won't, you won't have time to stop. There's lights everywhere. It's, it's a high-traffic area, too. And But this was late at night, because that's what you do when you're near the end of high school, is you go out late at night with your girlfriends. And oh. yeah, right. And we went to Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know that Jinky. ruins. <laughs> right, <laughs> I got a green apple slush. If you if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I see what this is going. <laughs> and then and then we. Yeah. I really feel bad for people that just tuned in for the first time tonight. Like, what are we fucking watching right now? Yeah. And he just said fucking. I thought this was a PG show. It's it's rated kin friendly on Anchor. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I know, wait till you see the memes. Anyway. Uh, so we're going downhill and the light turns red and we stop at the light. And in the right lane, there's a red truck that pulls up to the light and stops. And then there's a van that pulls up to the light. So, no, it was the van and then the red truck. And then this other guy in another like blue pickup stops behind that v behind the red truck. And you know how do you ever have you ever witnessed an accident and when you're 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 seeing it happen in real time and it's almost like time slows down and you yeah. see it and you're like this isn't going to go well. Like you just know this is yeah, bad. Nothing you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. So this green SUV like like RAV4 or something, just comes barreling down the hill. It's 45 through here, and it's a red light anyway, and he's going downhill. He has to be going 70. He has to be. And he just passed the previous light. It's only like it's only like 20 yards to the next light, and it's like he's yeah. not. he has no time to stop. It's either he just goes around them through, like he just flies off the hill, because there is a hill right here. Like he just mm -hmm. flies into the guardrail, or he slams into the back of people. And I'm just hoping he doesn't, go into the left lane because that means he's going to slam yeah. into the back of us. And so he goes by us and he's heading into that stopped lane of traffic. I'm like, here comes an accident. And just, he just plows through the first truck who then plows into the next truck who then plows into the van. And now they're just careening through the intersection. Everyone comes to a stop. The guy who calls the accident just kind of meanders into the median and just comes to a stop. 
And I tell my girlfriend at the time, I was like, ooh, this will get me laid. So I tell my girlfriend at the time, I'm going to go be a hero. Honey, you park over there. I'm going to get out and check on everybody. So I get out of the car, and I run over. So I just start kind of like from front to back. So I just start with the van in the front, and they're they're like they were the furthest away from the impact. So they're just kind of like... That basically, they just got teleported through the intersection. Like, oh, I guess we can just go now. It's not red anymore. Everybody else is going. Yeah. And then I saw some crazy shit in that next car, though. The next vehicle was this red pickup truck, like an older model pickup truck. And it was an older woman driving the car. And I'll never forget, she had her seatbelt on. She was in the driver's seat. And she was kind of leaning back, like resting, but I think it's because she'd had a concussion, like she hit the steering wheel. And there was a gash on her head, and I guess she was holding the wheel. Her thumbs were backwards. Oh. And then on top of that, like, the, the dash was smoking, like where the radio would be was just wires and there was just smoke coming out and it was blowing right in her face. And, and I was conflicted cause I was like, I, cause I always hear you're not supposed to move people yeah. if they might've had like a neck thing or something. And she was yeah. kind of like sitting weird. And I was like, Oh my God, she's broken her neck too on top of everything else. But I was like, but we can't leave her here with smoke just blowing in her face. Right. Yeah. Like that's not right. And so the guy that was in the next vehicle, which apparently he got out of it relatively unscathed. He gets out of the car, and he and I, like, are able to rig her door. Like, her door's, like, all smashed in. We're able to get her door open so we can get her out of the truck and lay her down on the ground. Because, again, I was like, I don't think we're supposed to just leave her in there, you know. And so we get her out of the truck. We're trying to see if she's okay. And then I see, like, here come the blue lights and all that stuff down the street. So I'm like, well... Full disclosure, I'll go check on the guy who caused the accident, the dude in the green in the green SUV. Like, I mean, he caused the accident, but that doesn't mean, I mean, if it was an yeah. accident, it doesn't mean he's an evil person, you know, like, ha ha, got him, you know, <laughs> like, so, so <laughs> I go to, get. so I go to check on this guy and then, and I'll, ne- this is burned into my memory. The three things really are burned in my first is the lady's injuries. The second is I go to check on this guy. It turns out he's like a... 20-something Hispanic-looking guy. And I ask him, hey, man, are you all right? He only says one thing back to me. He says, how bad is it? Do you think we have to get insurance involved? Can I just go? (laughs) After that, he actually, I'm like, hey, man, why don't you just... Because I was like, first of all, he has to have had a concussion. And second of all, whoa. So I just I just shake my hand. I'm like, yeah, man, it's pretty bad. You should probably stick around. And yeah. when I walk away, he opens his door, gets out, and just collapses on the ground. Because like, he was just going to walk off, but yeah. his brain wasn't going right. So, you know, wow. his brain wasn't connected to his legs anymore. And so he just yeah. fe- he fell out. I'm like, okay, you know, he either had a concussion or he was drunk or high or what, you know, whatever. And so, and so then the police arrive and this is the last thing that will stay with me forever. So the police arrive (laughs) and the first car that shows up is like, it's, it's like a fucking buddy cop movie playing out in real life. It's like this older grizzled sergeant looking dude with like the young, you know, newcomer to the force that I guess he's training or whatever. 
and the uh, old guy is like, well, you need to get statements, you know, from the people here on the scene before they leave. So just ask everybody to wait a minute and write down, you know, their statement or in their contact info. So he like, and you know how, you know how, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, ACAB, but you know how, like, if you're new to a job and you genuinely want to like impress your supervisor or whatever, you're really like a go-getter, like you're energetic. And you're like, yes, sir, I'll do a good job. Yeah. This guy, I saw him, he fucking rolled his eyes at the sergeant for having to get his little notepad out and pen and write things down. And so he comes over to me, he's like, hey man, tell me what happened. And so I start to tell him, like, my name's Alan, here's what I saw. I get, like, a few sentences into my retelling of the events, and he just stops writing and holds out the pen and notepad and says, here, you just write it down and give it back to me. I think I trained this guy before. Oh, oh, this is your training. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, oh, good. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where, like, he held it out. Like, I grabbed it instinctively because he was holding it out. And no sooner than I picked took it out of his hand, he just walked off. And I literally just put them, I just dropped them on the ground and got in my car and left. I was like... <gasps> I'm not doing your fucking job for you. This you... this really happened. That part? yes, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> I went and enjoyed the rest of my green apple slush. Yeah. So that I was forgot a... it. I forgot the beginning of the story. So that but... was a pre... yeah. That was well. Yeah, the important part was green apple's really good. I like green apple. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you, wow, Keith, you got the whole viewer mail segment just yeah. for you. I think that helped. <laughs> I, we might be out of time. I don't know. Uh, so that's the craziest thing I ever witnessed. Um, Andrew Avery writes, dear, we should, you know, you know how, like, I'm trying to do a better job each week now of making mental note of where our clips are. Like I make a few clips each yeah. week of the show to like drum up, you know, more views. I think this week's clip is going to be green apple slush and it'll be that story. All right. I'll yeah, write that, write that write that down in your note next to prepare more and underline it. Right. <laughs> we'll definitely read that. All right. Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, is the bouncy castle industry disproportionately impacted by inflation?" Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Oh. So Andrew, I don't okay. know if that yeah. All right. Uh, Celeste Annis writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what was your favorite band in junior high? Dave, what was your favorite band in junior high? Junior high. Middle school. I couldn't even tell you. I don't know if I was really into music at that time. I was probably listening to whatever my sister was listening to, which would probably be like, you know, Motley Crue and Guns and Roses and stuff like that. Yeah. Just kind of following her around. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, nothing really jumps out till like high school. Yeah, Celeste, you're asking the dude that can't remember two weeks ago what yeah. his favorite band was in junior high. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> um. You know, I. You know, when I was in junior high school, I went to a Dixie Chicks concert. No kidding. Yeah, but they're just called the Chicks now because they're fucking Yankees. Oh. Traitors, bitches. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tom Mullen writes, Dear Alan and Dave, 
Which boxer was the first to hold three world titles in three different weight divisions simultaneously? Tom, I think you were looking for Google there, not yeah, the yeah, viewer the... mail. Trivia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tom, come on. Aaron Kintner writes, <laughs> Dear Alan, and uh, Tom's never coming back on the show. He's been on twice. He's going to hear this and say, well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah screw uh, you then. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Kintner writes, Dear Alan and Dave, If you had to pick any character in a book, movie, or TV show who is most similar to you, who would you choose? Man, these are hard ones. Yeah, this is... Actually, this might be just what we needed for tonight's show. Yeah. You want me to play jazz while we ponder this one? <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um... Dang. I, actually, I would say... Probably the guy from Office Space. There's a couple. Milton? Well, no, no, no. Like, the main character. <laughs> like, like the guy who just... He just realizes one day that he doesn't care anymore. Be damned yeah. his own life and security and financial freedom. And just, just gives up. That's yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. Like I was I was that guy. Like I was the guy being an honest entrepreneur and all that stuff and then I was yeah. like, you know, let's just let's just don't. It's not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Like everyone's getting all up up in arms about student loan debt. Here's the thing, I just wasn't going to pay him. There you go. Yeah. That's like, always an option. Like I don't have any money so I can't pay him back, but if I did have money, I just wouldn't. You know, I actually had um, a loan service provider call me to talk to me about, like, my options and forbearance and all that stuff. Yeah. And they asked me uh, if I had any thoughts, and I literally told them that. I said, I'm just not going to pay them. Yeah. And that was it. That, it. Nothing happened. But here's the thing. Nothing happened. <laughs> just, that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> that actually happened. Uh, I went back to school uh, online with uh, Southern New Hampshire to uh, finish a history degree. And they actually asked me, how do you intend on paying these bills after graduation? Yeah. And I literally yeah. told them I don't. And they just gave me a degree anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, Whoa, yeah. Dave. Yeah, who are, who are you? The dad from ALF. Oh, I was going to say, is so is Simon Alf, but Alf eat, would eat Simon. Yeah. Remember? He ate cats. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm there's not going to explain. Yeah. There's some really obscure references in tonight's show. <laughs> there's Only people who were born within a certain window of time have any appreciation for what we're doing. Everyone else is like... <laughs> <laughs> just making that face. Yeah. Just... <laughs> All right, that should have been the picture I sent you when you needed a picture. All right. Uh, Carl Huber writes, Dear Alan and Dave, What if Mars has water on it because we used to live there and we messed up the climate so badly that we had to send an escape pod to Earth with only Adam and Eve in it and the pod was mm. the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs? What if? Yeah. 
Well, they would definitely, if, I mean, if there was an advanced uh, civilization on Mars, it would explain why Adam and Eve were both white. All right. Um, <laughs> Chris Malliard writes, Dear Alan and Dave, if you could set the world's thermostat to whatever temperature, humidity, cloud cover, and wind you wanted, what would be your perfect setting? Dave, what's your perfect setting? You know, that's it's really hard because I, I live in... I live in an area with all the seasons, even the horrible ones, and I, I, I like them all for different reasons. I usually, I used to hate summer, but now, like like this summer, I've been enjoying the pool and getting sun and being out there. Because normally I'd say like, like 72 degrees, like barely any wind, and, and partly cloudy, you know, a nice, almost fall campfire weather. But I don't know, I, I guess that would be it if I had to pick, but I'd rather not. I'm going to say 75 light breeze low humidity yeah partly cloudy and everything else is a literal hellscape unfit for human existence <laughs> cuz you like and that <laughs> and finally, we actually don't have a question from Mary, so I guess the the you know what was finalized, huh? Yeah, too- yeah, we got that all sorted mm-hmm. out. Mary, we're since since we're live, we're going to give you thirty seconds to submit a question live in the comments. <laughs> this is when we need some music, like we need some elevator music for when we're waiting. Yeah. Do we? I don't know. I, I... Jamie, pull that up. Just oh, just play something. It doesn't. No one's. We're we're gonna get flagged on YouTube anyway, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, here we go. I like how the whole thirty seconds is up, and we haven't. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, is that working? Mary says, "Dear Alan and oh. Dave, what are your thoughts on Jello?" Wow. Jello is a weird thing. Let me get into that because it's like they call it a food, but it's mostly a drink mm. that you can chew. And it's like, can you can you fill up on Jello like food? I guess you can. You can fill up on water. Mm. You can. It's tr- good. So you can drown in Jello then. Oh, you could. There's not a lot of foods you can drown in. Mm. Oh. I tell you what, I'm 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 gonna. I'm going to take a little bit of an audible here and say the people that put little bitty bits of fruit in jello yeah. are going to burn in hell. Wow, you're that hard against it. This is eternity we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Is where you have to you like you see those billboards. Well, you guys traveled down to the south. So I'm sure you saw plenty of those billboards saying where are you spending eternity? So yeah. for the people that put fruit in jello, now you know. Wow. It's I it's mean, basically like abortion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm okay with fruit and jello, but I I I can understand oh, like yeah. Like being a jello is like you're you're a jello purist. You're there for that experience of the 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 squishy, sloppy slurping. Yeah, you're there for the experience of the squishy, <laughs> sloppy slurping. Yep. Jot that down. 
Shut up, silly woman. Guys, we're going to be back to talk about the recent Biden news of student loan debt cancellation. Oh, good. Right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Our guest this evening is nobody. We don't have a guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jokes on Dave because the last few weeks you just this is the time of the show. You just just take a break, just go stretch your legs, have a drink, you know, just yeah. do some laundry, perhaps. Yeah, 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 I often do that. Yeah, play a little Minecraft. Just also, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta email that info at alanmosley.tv. So I was thinking about finding out how we can become an advertised sponsor. Yeah. There's, don't don't fucking gaslight me. That's, we're not talking about you and your bullshit commercial <laughs> that doesn't exist. Look at you with that. You don't have a commercial. You've never had a commercial. Your bullshit, sir. Fuck you. All right. Uh, before we talk about the student loan debt cancellation, I need to tell you about tonight's other sponsor. That's the yeah. Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. A lot of you guys met Danny of the Tennessee Hot Sauce Company down at the live event this past year. We Danny did. was there. It's really cool. Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which you can find at tnhotsauceco.com. I've actually got my fl favorite flavor here with me at the desk. This is the garlic habanero. Can we get a picture of the garlic habanero? Oh, I got some of that. That's oh, did you, get, did you get some of it? Yeah. 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 So... It actually has right here. Check this out. They've actually got the personable and problematic meter on the bottles. And the garlic habanero is kind of in the middle between personable and problematic. That's convenient. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. This is really cool. Uh, but they do have, like, the blood orange ghost that is problematic. Mm. We haven't done that in a while. You know, like, we haven't had the personable and problematic things for a while. We haven't done euthanasia in a while either. Yeah. I saw somebody on social media the other day made some reference to euthanasia.com and they tagged me in it and they said, oh, this was, a, this was a classic old gag. And I'm like, is that where we're at, that our gags are old now? <sighs> we got to freshen it up. We need some fresh gags. We should prepare more. <laughs> yeah, but underline that a second time. We'll see. If All, that, right, yeah. All right. We'll see <clears throat> it then. So I thought what we would do tonight, since uh, it's it's breaking news that today Biden announced that via executive decree, he is going to be canceling at least some student loan debt. And I thought that it would be interesting for us to kind of do a segment where we just sort of think out loud about it, yeah. about how to feel about it, about what it means, about some and, and try to offer some unique perspectives on the whole topic Beyond just kind of the the, the copy-paste BoomerCon perspective of, oh no, the national debt, oh no, transference of payments, oh no, taxes. I, I want to think a little bit deeper than that. Uh, so first of all, let's take a look at the actual uh, sort of bullet points of the plan here from, from President Biden. 
Yeah. What to know about Biden's student loan forgiveness plan forgives up to $10,000 in student loan debt for non-Pell Grant recipients, forgives up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients. Hmm. It applies to those making under $125,000 a year. Final student loan repayment pause extended through the end of 2022. (laughs) I mean, if you just refuse to pay them, then the pause is forever. Am I right? Uh, And finally, undergraduate loan repayment can be capped at 5% of income. Wow. Now, there's some interesting takeaways just in that right there. So for people who have like outrageous amounts of student loan debt, you know, 30, 40, $50,000 or more. Uh, this is only a partial debt cancellation. It's not like it's wiping the debt completely free. And it's also interesting that they chose to limit it to only people making under $125,000 a year. Now, in my mind, at least the logic there is they were trying to kind of play this sort of this sort of middle Rome game of, well, if, if our political opponents are going to criticize us and say that this is a transference of wealth from the lower and middle classes to the upper class, then we'll limit who the debt cancellation applies to so that people making over a certain amount of money won't reap the benefits of the plan, and therefore mm-hmm. it's, it's not so much a transference of wealth. Uh, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with that. I'm just saying I feel like that's kind of where... The, the headspace was on that. And, I mean, who makes more than $125,000 a year, am I right? Uh, Isn't that poverty? And so, yeah, right. <laughs> $125,000 adjusted for inflation is like, I don't know, 15 yeah. cents or something. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of an interesting take on this, and I know that I'm going to have some right-wingers sending me some hate mail saying, why, I, why do I have to subsidize you? I got to pay for your loans. The national debt's going to go. I don't know why they all have that little thing. What's yeah, that? The, the, yeah. yeah, they get the, the oh, little thing. Called? Yeah. Like the trach thing. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm not you. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I went Sling Blade with that. Yeah, yours was Sling Blade. Let's Love add that to the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Sorry. increasingly becoming something I can't make a clip of. <laughs> All right. So anyway, first, the thing is, for the people that say, I'm going to have to subsidize you because I'm a taxpayer and you're now essentially a tax feeder because this plan is going to pay, is is subsidizing you, is is canceling your student loan debt. And so I I believe in this phrase of, well, there's no such thing as debt cancellation. It's actually debt transference. It's being transferred from the people who had the notes to taxpayers at large who didn't have the notes. So the thing is about that is that, first of all, they print and spend and tax, and you have no say on the matter whatsoever. Like, let's, 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 let's talk real for a second. The government can print and spend with absolute impunity, and you have no say on the matter whatsoever. So why are you mad at me? Me being like I'm the student loan, I'm the student who had loan canceled. Why are you mad at me? You should be mad at the people with the printing presses. You should be mad at the people with the executive pen. You should be mad at the people voting for increased taxes, uh, voting for policies. You should be mad at the Federal Reserve printing the money, causing the inflation. Those are the people you should be mad at. Why are you mad at me? Uh, the second thing is, 
for the people who make the argument, well, let's talk about the national debt. I mean, what's the national debt now? Like $30 trillion? What's it? I, I think it used to be 28. I think now it might be up to like 30 or $32 trillion. I think it really sort of yeah. depends on what number you go by. If you include unfunded liabilities, it's like $100 trillion or some just ridiculous number. More than that, maybe. But the thing is, is that this is really a, a loser perspective of boomer cons, of conservatives, to talk about the national debt. You, you want to know why that's a loser topic to run on? Because no one gives a shit. Mm -mm. No one cares about the national debt. No one cares about the national debt in a from a lot of different perspectives. First of all, it will never, ever, ever, ever be paid off. Ever. They will never pay off the national debt. There's no point in even discussing it. It's not going to happen. They're going to default. The empire will collapse, and they will default on the debt. That's what's going to happen. So just get real with it. Uh, the second thing is, is that when you when you see it, sometimes see in the news that politicians will say, well, look, we we've balanced the budget and look, we've reduced the national debt by X amount. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time they're lying. And what they're and how they're lying is, is remember like a week ago when when Biden tried to say that inflation was zero percent. Of course, inflation's not zero percent. It's like nine point one percent. And that's going by their metrics. It's really higher. What he meant to say was, is that over the last month, the rate of inflation didn't increase. <laughs> we still have that record high inflation. It's oh, just same. we don't have a new record of high inflation. <laughs> and they and they and they use this linguistic trick of calling that zero percent inflation. It's sort of the same thing here. A lot of times when they make the claim of, oh, we're reducing the national debt. No, 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 no. They didn't reduce the national debt in real terms by a single cent. What they, what they might have done, and this is only a maybe, what they might have done is reduced the increase of the national debt. They slowed down how much it went up last month. That's what actually happens, but they will use the term we decreased the national debt. So they're lying. Something I say on the show all the time, by the way, that, that super applies to this entire segment, they don't respect you enough to lie well. Mm -hmm. So let's keep in mind. And finally, that, that there's, a, there's a last point here that I've seen a lot of right-wingers, a lot of right-wing media especially, a lot of your Fox News types, your Daily Wire types. This is something a lot of them have been saying. It's not fair to those who did pay their student loans. It's not fair for people who saved their money, who worked effort. But they liked it. This is what they love to include in here. It's not fair to the to the service members. It's not, not fair to the military who earned theirs. As our meme from the previous segment implied. By the way, they always bring up military, but they'll never bring up other people in the service sector, like teachers, for instance. Like, all, you know, those people that are raping all those children. They never bring those people up. But the, the PSLF, you know, there's that program where if you, work in, if you work in public service for a certain number of years after graduation, they cancel some or all of your student loan debt. That's already existed, but that was only for people that served the regime for a certain period of time. It's exactly the same thing as military members. Sorry to pop, burst your bubble there, but the soldiers going to shoot brown kids overseas and drop you know, drone strikes on funerals and weddings so that they can get some free tuition and Dodge Charger. It's the same thing as the, the, the teachers that are all teaching your five-year-olds about you know, gender-fluid nonsense. They're, they're getting their debt paid off because they're working for the regime. It's just something to keep in mind. So lastly, 
to that point, it isn't fair. You're right. It's not fair. You know what else is not fair? It's not fair that when I was trying to be an honest entrepreneur and running my printing business, I ran a printing business for about seven or eight years, and I never paid myself more than like twenty nine, thirty thousand dollars a year. That's all my take home was. And that was my take home after I had to pay tens of thousands of dollars in taxes, in business in business taxes, purple personal property tax, sales tax, the whole nine yards. And then what my meager take home after the government took most of it, I then had to turn around and pay thousands of dollars upon that because they love to double dip, triple dip, quadruple dip, mm-hmm. especially on small business owners. Was that fair? I don't think that was very fair to me. Uh, it also wasn't fair because I actually opened my business right around the time of the, the last big uh, bubble bursting. And remember 2007, 2008, the whole financial oh, crisis yeah. and real estate and all that stuff? Um, it also wasn't fair that during that same time, they gave trillions of dollars to the banks and the megacorps. Remember the, the automobile companies and the airliners, all that? Too big to fail. Yeah. Too big to fail. The print stuff wasn't too big to fail. Fuck me. But yeah. they got a hundred. They got a trillion dollars. Um, boy, gosh, I just, I remember in the, in the ancient lore of 2020, when the police came by and knocked on our door and said, Hey, I better not see the lights on in there. Y'all better not be doing any business there at the party room. We're locked down right now. They're going to, they're going to come write tickets and arrest people. If we try to conduct business, because the government says you can't be in business right now. We have a pandemic. That wasn't very fair. That business is gone now. That job is eliminated. And what's more, a lot of the people that we did work for, they're gone too. They're not coming back. Don't, but don't worry. They gave us a stimmy check. I, I got one month's rent out of losing my income. Was that very fair? I don't think it was. Uh, it also isn't fair. Let's, let's, fast, let's talk about foreign policy a little bit. It's not fair that they give billions and billions and billions of dollars to prop up evil dictators around the world and using some other billions of dollars to bomb the poor peasants of other evil dictators around the world. Uh, right, Literally as we speak, I think they just announced Biden issued like another $3 billion in foreign aid to literal neo-Nazis fighting a proxy war against Russia. Is that fair? By the way, these are all things, Mr. BoomerCon, who's upset because you have to, you, you have to pay the student loan debt. As, who, dude, you're not paying jack fucking shit. The, they're just going to print and spend the money, and they're taxing you to keep you enslaved. It's not really a matter of you paying anything. It's a matter of keeping you under their thumb. Uh, but but if, if, if we're going to go by your logic of you're having to pay it, you, you're having to pay for all this stuff, too. Where was your righteous indignation then? You're having to pay for all that. You're paying. You're paying for them to starve some kids in Yemen right now. How, how do you feel about that? You good I don't on like it? it. No. So, I guess one thing I really want to emphasize before we move on tonight is you're seeing this narrative sort of emerging of it's it's always an us versus them, but the them is never the ruling class. It's other Americans. They, 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 the ruling elites on both sides of the political spectrum are working overtime to make sure that one group of Americans are upset at another group of Americans over who does and doesn't benefit from the latest boondoggle. 
You have missed the forest from the trees if you fall into that trap. I refuse to be drawn into that narrative ever again where I turn my ire upon another class of citizens as opposed to understanding who the real enemy is. And I promise you, no matter which side of that little argument you fall on, the ruling class always wins. But it sounds like that's some fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah, forget what I said about the buttons, Dave. Let's just let's just roll those back. Let's just yeah. Um, if you you know, ultimately, if you hear what I have to say tonight, and you're the random boomer con that's typing up your angry message for me right now in the comments, if your takeaway from everything I just say is, well, I'm not going to support what Alan says because it's wrong. While they continue to do it, be damned what you think, by the way. And I won't recognize something I consider unconstitutional uh, while your opponents observe or ignore the Constitution to meet their needs, by the way. Then you must love losing as much as the conservatives do. Uh, speaking of that, uh, we talked about that, that tweet earlier uh, from our friend Michael Bolton. I want you to pull that, that tweet up here from Bolton. Just thinking out loudish. Is there anything in the Constitution that authorized the feds to get involved in the loan business? And if not, do illegal loans need to be paid back anyway? Nice. Now, I want to, I want to, I didn't have the whole tweet there. I, I want to read the rest of his thoughts. He went on to say, if an unlicensed financial institution was investigated by the feds for offering financial services like loans that weren't authorized by law or the Constitution, the feds would put those people in jail and not require the people to pay anything back. So for, for my dear constitutional boomer con friends out there, if you're gonna if you're gonna die on the hill of the Constitution, take it all the way. Take it all away, take it all the way and say that the feds don't belong in the business of student loans at all, that the entire institution should be wiped from the face of the earth. And if they're gonna you know, this this brings up an interesting poll. Maybe this will be the poll that we do tomorrow when we drop the podcast version of the show. They're going to spend money. It reminds me of the old Ron Paul days. People used to try to play this I got you with Ron Paul by saying, oh, look, he's earmarking some of these spending bills for his constituents. He's a hypocrite. The money's spent. He's trying to get some of the money back. For his constituents, the taxpayers in his district. If he doesn't, they'll just spend it somewhere else. So if I have the choice between them spending a few hundred billion dollars on gender studies in fucking Pakistan, or them giving that money back to some taxpayers like me who have been paying out thousands over the course of my life and got nothing actionable in return, then I just assume they give it to folks here at home not perfect it's the situation we live in i'll end on this note a lot of my attitude about all this uh comes from the late great harry brown who was the libertarian party uh presidential candidate uh, a couple of times is really the face of the lp in the in the 90s and early 2000s and his his sort of perspective on this actually i want to i want to pull this up is it's sort of what lens do you evaluate this sort of thing from do you do you evaluate this through the lens of well this is just a good faith debate within a legitimate representative government bound by a strict constitution do you actually believe that's what this is 
Or is it better to judge this whole issue through the lens of you're being oppressed? You're trying to survive behind enemy lines under the thumb of tyranny. Take everything you can get, give nothing in return. That's the attitude you should have about things like this because you're not, this is not a good faith representative government. This is tyranny, and you have to do what's best for you to survive. I bet most of you that got a stimmy check didn't rip it up. And you were right not to. Now's a good time for the commie button, but you already did it. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. I got triggered. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, we will be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Oh no, Dave, the things, the things. The things didn't work. No, well, now they're going to, God knows it's automated, so they're going to pop up now. Yeah, there's oh, there Odyssey. <laughs> We're on Odyssey. It's just, it's, it's, y'all ain't going to go anyway. Fuck y'all. Yeah. And then, and Check then, let me hear, I'll help you out. And then yeah, there's, there it's, it's a podcast too. You can listen and then you won't oh. see all that smut. Yeah. In the meme of the wing section. Then you go on, you go on iTunes, and you and you you like it, and you leave a, a yeah a, a review, five star rating. Yeah. I should I should so. do a clickbait thing where I say Mia Khalifa's on It's Too Late. Okay. <laughs> it's not it's not not true. Yep, I should send an invite. She should be a guest. <clears throat> well. I was asking Dave during the break there. I hope that I hope that little rant came out okay. Look at wait, hold on. I'm sorry, hold on. Adam says Mia who. Adam, no one believes you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Right. I, I heard right. she's doing good. She's got a family going and stuff. Oh really? I, th- I don't know. I seen Can you things. even get milk out of those things? Oh my gosh. I've ruined the show. I've done it. There was this, there was this, there was this, like, there was this passionate, impactful segment, and then, and then Mia Khalifa, and then, yeah. Mary says, Dave, don't trip on the cat when you walk into our room to change. He's right in the doorway in the shadows. He's in the, in the shadows. That's, yeah, he likes to lurk in the shadows. Oh, that's kind of, that's very cat, cat (laughs) cat-esque. All right. Uh, Dave, do you have a final thought? Uh, you, you, you seem worried about this show, you know, putting one together last minute, and I think we did pretty good. I think this was fun. Mm-hmm. I think I drank just the right amount to not ruin it too much. Mm-hmm. We got a few technical difficulties, which was always fun. Mm-hmm. And you had a great rant. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you were doing, we didn't even announce this, you were doing a taste testing throughout the entire episode. Yeah. Tasting yeah. the same thing over and over again. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh, I actually did have kind of like a random last second note that I, I didn't put in that little rant there. Won't the cancellation of all that debt oh. uh, instantly mean that a bunch of people's credit scores change overnight? That would be interesting. Because, cause, I mean, you know me being the agent of chaos that I am. I, have, <laughs> I, I instantly got a chuckle from having this mental image of all these people who can't pay back their loans and then having their loans canceled, which means their credit score goes up, and then they use that raised credit score to go take out more loans. Yep. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm heading there as soon as we're done. Right, Breck. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we're out, I'm filling out application. I'm getting right. some go-karts. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this was fun. I enjoyed it. It was. Yeah. So for the people that sent me hate mail the last few weeks saying the show's not passionate anymore... Visit euthanasia.com to get the ah. information you need. Make the right choice. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Burn your desk. Are we actually under an hour? Holy shit. Oh, we got three minutes. You want me to put it back on? I can. It's automated. Yeah. Yeah, the show's just... It's over, dude. Are we doing an after party? Oh, God. Are we? Quick adventure. Are we ready minutes. to talk about ice cream flavors yet? I saw I saw a guy in a suit working on ice creams earlier. I didn't oh, yeah, he's he's been working okay. minutes a day. Okay, but, th- <laughs> but, but that's not ready yet, though. No, I don't think it is. Okay. Ryan says he was cheated out of three minutes. Ooh, nobody gives a shit.